Today is the 26th day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is wonderful to be here with you one day post-Christmas. How's everybody recovering? I hope all is well and that the lingering joy that Christmas brings is just like this mist all around you as we continue to enjoy the glow that Christmas is and brings and that the hope of Christmas is more real than ever. And I guess uh, I also hope that you find some good deals if you're going shopping. But for now, here we are around the global campfire one day post-Christmas coming together all over the world as we have done every day this year to take the next step forward together because there is only one way to go and that is forward and it's best to do it together. And so let's dive in and take the next step forward together which leads us right to that place where we left off yesterday and that would be back in the book of Zechariah Today, Zechariah chapter 9. A pronouncement. The Lord's word is against the land of Hadrach, and Damascus is its resting place. For the city of Aram and all the tribes of Israel belong to the Lord. Hamath also borders on it. Tyre and Sidon, indeed, each is exceedingly wise. Tyre built a fortress for herself. She piled up silver like dust and gold like mud in the streets. But the Lord will take her possessions away and knock her wealth into the sea. She will be devoured with fire. Ashkelon will look and be afraid. Gaza will writhe in agony and also Ekron, because her hope is dried up. The king will perish from Gaza. Ashkelon won't be inhabited. An illegitimate child will dwell in Ashdod. I will eliminate the pride of the Philistines. I will remove bloody food from his mouth and pieces of unclean food from between his teeth. He will be a survivor who belongs to our God, he will be like a chieftain in Judah. Ekron will be like a Jebusite. I will encamp before my house as a guard against anyone departing or returning. A slave driver will no longer pass through against them, for I have seen you with my eyes. Rejoice greatly, daughter Zion. Sing aloud, daughter Jerusalem. Look. Your king will come to you. He is righteous and victorious. He is humble and riding on an ass, on a colt, the offspring of a donkey. He will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem. The bow used in battle will be cut off. He will speak peace to the nations. His rule will stretch from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. Moreover, by the blood of your covenant, 
I will release your prisoners from the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold, prisoners of hope. Moreover, declare today that I will return double to you. Indeed, I myself will bend Judah as a bow. I will fill it with Ephraim. Zion, I will rouse your sons against your sons. Greece, I will make you like a warrior's sword. The Lord will appear above them. His arrow will go forth like lightning. The Lord God will blow the horn. He will march forth on the stormy winds of the south. The Lord of heavenly forces will protect them. They will devour and subdue like sling stones. They will drink mumbling like one having wine. They will be filled like a bowl, like the corners of the altar. The Lord their God will deliver them on that day as the flock of his people. They will be the jewels in a crown dotting his land. What is his goodness and what is his beauty? Grain will make his young men flourish, so too wine his young women. Revelation 17 Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls spoke with me. Come, he said. I will show you the judgment upon the great prostitute who is seated on deep waters. The kings of the earth have committed sexual immorality with her, and those who live on the earth have become drunk with the wine of her whoring. Then he brought me in a spirit-inspired trance to a desert. There I saw a woman seated on a scarlet beast that was covered with blasphemous names. It had seven heads and ten horns. The woman wore purple and scarlet clothing, and she glittered with gold and jewels and pearls. In her hand she had a gold cup full of the vile and impure things that came from her activity as a prostitute. A name, a mystery, was written on her forehead. Babylon the Great, the mother of prostitutes and the vile things of the earth. I saw that the woman was drunk on the blood of the saints and the blood of Jesus' witnesses. I was completely stunned when I saw her. Then the angel said to me, Why are you so amazed? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and the seven-headed, ten-horned beast that carries her. The beast that you saw was and is not and is about to come up out of the abyss and go to destruction. Those who live on earth, whose names haven't been written in the scroll of life from the time the earth was made, will be amazed when they see the beast, because it was, and is not, and will again be present. This calls for an understanding mind. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman is seated. They are also seven kings. Five kings have fallen, the one is, and the other hasn't yet come. 
When that king comes, he must remain for only a short time. As for the beast that was and is not, it is itself an eighth king that belongs to the seven, and it is going to destruction. The ten horns that you saw are ten kings who haven't yet received royal power, but they will receive royal authority for an hour along with the beast. These kings will be of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. They will make war on the Lamb, but the Lamb will emerge victorious, for he is Lord of lords and King of kings. Those with him are called chosen and faithful. Then he said to me, The waters that you saw where the prostitute is seated are peoples, crowds, nations, and languages. As for the ten horns that you saw, they and the beast will hate the prostitute. They will destroy her and strip her bare. They will devour her flesh and burn her with fire, because God moved them to carry out his purposes. That is why they will be of one mind and give their royal power to the beast, until God's words have been accomplished. The woman whom you saw is the great city that rules over the kings of the earth. Psalm 145 Praise of David I will lift you up high, my God, the true King. I will bless your name forever and always. I will bless you every day. I will praise your name forever and always. The Lord is great and so worthy of praise. God's greatness can't be grasped. One generation will praise your works to the next one, proclaiming your mighty acts. They will talk all about the glorious splendor of your majesty. I will contemplate your wondrous works. They will speak of the power of your awesome deeds. I will declare your great accomplishments. They will rave in celebration of your abundant goodness. They will shout joyfully about your righteousness. The Lord is merciful and compassionate, very patient and full of faithful love. The Lord is good to everyone and everything. God's compassion extends to all his handiwork. All that you have made gives thanks to you, Lord. All your faithful ones bless you. They speak of the glory of your kingdom. They talk all about your power to inform all human beings about God's power and the majestic glory of God's kingdom. Your kingdom is a kingship that lasts forever. Your rule endures for all generations. The Lord is trustworthy in all that He says, faithful in all that He does. The Lord supports all who fall down, straightens up all who are bent low. All eyes look to you, hoping, and you give them their food right on time, opening your hand and satisfying the desire of every living thing. 
The Lord is righteous in all his ways, faithful in all his deeds. The Lord is close to everyone who calls out to him, to all who call out to him sincerely. God shows favor to those who honor him, listening to their cries for help and saving them. The Lord protects all who love him, but he destroys every wicked person. My mouth will proclaim the Lord's praise, and every living thing will bless God's holy name forever and always. Proverbs 30, 32 If you've been foolish and arrogant, if you've been scheming, put your hand to your mouth. Okay, so it is the day after Christmas and likely it's been a busy month. It certainly has been around here in the rolling hills of Tennessee. So we get like one day past Christmas and there's still festivities but we know that Christmas has passed us and so now it's like clean up time and maybe some shopping on some deals or to make some exchanges or that sort of thing we may have had a feast yesterday we probably had a feast yesterday and so they're still really full or it's leftovers today. Nobody's going to be doing the cooking. But some of those day after Christmas feasts are the best. And maybe it's time to start thinking about getting back on the plane and going back to our city and back to our home or getting back in the car and driving those hours back to where we live. Or maybe we hosted everybody and that's what's being thought of by everyone else. It's Time to move forward. And we know that the day after Christmas, we move into that, but we know that it's time to begin to move forward. And so over the course of these next several days, this in-between week is such an interesting week between Christmas and New Year's because the disruption of the month of December is still there. Like the flow of things, the rhythm of things is still a little bit different. Even if we're going back to work, it's still a little bit different. And we begin to start thinking, wow, this year, this year is almost in the history books. Just a few days left. And then we start thinking about next year and what that might look like. And invariably that gets us to setting some goals that we end up calling New Year's resolutions because there are things, although we have grown this year, there are things in our lives that we look at and think, I can do better. Like I can handle these situations better or I need to take better care of myself. I want to have a lot, many more experiences of Christmas. And so into the time of the year that we're in drops Proverbs today offering us some advice not only for kind of navigating through this week but as we're thinking about a fresh start in a fresh year 
what that's going to look like. And Proverbs speaks to us. If you've been foolish and arrogant, if you've been scheming, put your hand to your mouth. And this may feel fairly immediate. We've been through Christmas week. We've been disrupted and we've been around people that were probably not around on a daily basis. It's pretty hard to imagine that we have not seen pride or foolishness or arrogance or even scheming. It wouldn't be unusual if we haven't gotten trapped on the corner of a couch listening to a conversation that we don't necessarily want to be in because it's a one-sided conversation where we're getting uh, a huge offload of pride and arrogance or a huge helping of opinion. Or maybe, maybe, maybe we've offered that unsolicited What Proverbs is telling us is, put your hand in your mouth. In other words, kind of enough with the foolishness. That's not going to get us anywhere. That's that's like in a false way, trying to puff ourselves up to be larger and bigger and more dominant than we actually are. But the thing is, it's not true. It's it's inflated. It's it's puffed up. And so we could hear the words from Proverbs and go, put my hand in my mouth, who are you to tell me? Even though it's the voice of wisdom. We can bristle at that. Seems like confrontational, especially the day after Christmas. But confrontational as it might be, it's only confrontational if we need to be confronted. And inside of what we're being told is a beautiful freedom. And that is that we are enough and we don't need to falsely inflate ourselves and make fools of ourselves. We can put our hands over our mouth and remember that we don't have to be anybody else besides who we are. And who we are are children of God. Which invites us to think about why we're what are, we, what are we trying to measure up to when we go down those roads? When we puff ourselves up? When we act foolishly and arrogant? When we're scheming? What is that about? Because if there's one thing that we've learned in the scriptures is that the truth will set us free and the truth does matter. And we went through the Gospels and we watched our Savior be true. We have examples for what it looks like. Wouldn't it free us if we didn't have any pressure to be anything but what we are? Wouldn't it be freeing to be true? And although we may need to lose a few pounds uh, in the coming year and get more healthy or although we m- may need to make any number of changes and set any number of goals wouldn't a foundational principle or goal for our new year be to be true and so as we take this first step forward 
beyond Christmas and we begin to start to think about what's coming next for us, let's remember this today. Let's remember what the proverb is telling us and let's remember that we are invited and it is necessary that we be true. And so, Father, we love you. We thank you for bringing us here. We're still kind of glowing from Christmas. We're also kind of tired from it all. And this is a time where we begin to think about what comes next. And we invite your Holy Spirit into that. Reveal to us in each of our contexts, in each of our stories, what the next steps are how it is that we step into the new year together with you. We love you. We trust you. We have asked nearly every day that you would lead us into all truth. And so we ask that and we ask you to give us a picture of what it might look like if we had nothing to hide, if we were true and the freedom that that would bring. We pray this in the mighty and precious name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. That is the website. And it is where you can find out what's going on around here. The Daily Audio Bible app will do that as well, and you can get the app free from whatever app store works with your device. Just look for Daily Audio Bible, and you should find it and be able to download that and get all set up to take the journey in the new year, keep track of your progress and all kinds of stuff. Check it out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible here in the final days of the year, Thank you profoundly. Thank you with all humility. The Global Campfire is us. And it wouldn't be here if us weren't here. If we weren't here in this together. And so thank you for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. The mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian, I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, Daily Audio Bible family and friends. This is A Girl After God's Heart. I am calling in to pray for the dad whose son has autism, and he had to place him with the state. My my dear brother, I just wanted to, I wanted you to know that you have been on my mind since you called in and I was reminded again today by the prayers of others that I needed to call in and pray for you specifically as well as pray for all of the people that I know who 
are raising children with special needs. I am a special education teacher of, of severe children, uh, those with more challenging, uh, those with more challenging diagnoses. And at any rate, I have met with so many parents over the years, um, and myself being one, a parent of children with special needs. People with typically developing children sometimes don't understand exactly how hard it is. And raising a child with special needs, whether it be ADHD, autism, Down syndrome, mental health issues, any of those kind of things can be so very difficult. And sometimes uh, we feel very alone in this world and as if nobody understands. But what I have learned over the years is that we are not alone. Uh, we're not alone on this journey at all. And so I just wanted to let you know that I'm praying for you. And I want to lift you, lift you up right now. Father God, bless this son and bless this father. Lord, lead them in the paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Give them peace that passes all understanding, Father. Direct their paths to you. In your son's name I pray. Amen. This is Spunky from Snowy, Michigan, calling in a prayer request for the first time. I have been with my employer for three years. In October, my manager left, and the new one is a challenge to work with. In November, she hired her friend, my replacement. It is clear that I need to find other employment, and I just ask for your prayers as I do that. Medical insurance is a must for me as my spouse is self-employed. I do lack good references and interview skills. Pray for clear direction for me in my next steps. Thank you. Hi everybody, it's Susan from Canada, Cross Yellowflower Colleen, and I um been listening to the family Christmas party. <laughs> I love it, love it, love it. But you know what? I I, I want to lift up in prayer all uh, Samson Ellis and all the men and women incarcerated um, for one thing or another, rightly or wrongly. I worked with um, people who had uh, been in prison for for 10 years before I retired. And actually I married one. We were married for 18 wonderful years. Uh, so anyways, I just want to lift you guys up, guys and gals. I know this is a very difficult season for you. So Lord God, I just lift up all our incarcerated family that uh, need your presence in their life right now. Help them to remember that Christmas is your day where we celebrate your birth and I pray a new birth in each and every one of them as they uh, seek your face Lord God and seek your wisdom for their life. Be the joy that they need in their hearts, the hope they need in their lives. In Jesus precious and holy name I pray. Amen. Good morning family, it's Marilyn in New Brunswick and I'm calling just to kind of add a tagline to Rockhampton, Georgia. Uh, I listened to you and your encouragement for people on the water uh, on the community prayer and encouragement for December the 17th. And it was so funny because as you were talking about uh, changing locations and following your husband while he's driving the RV and you're in the personal vehicle, 
I knew that feeling because while he did, my husband doesn't drive an RV, um, we both drive motorcycles. And many times during the summer, we will take a road trip together. And one of my biggest pet peeves is when a car will get between us because we like to drive a safe distance between each other. I don't, I don't drive abreast like some drivers do because I'm just not confident enough of my own ability. Um, but many, many, many times we have gotten into a situation where we have one, two, maybe three cars in between us. And, and I know that anxiety. Um, I can't see him. And it, and it just, it causes me to make really bad judgments sometimes. I almost had a wreck uh, two summers ago because of that very thing. I couldn't see him and a car pulled out between us and then another car was backing out and that car in front of me stopped to let him out and I almost rear-ended both of them. Anyway, I'm, I'm telling you all that to say this. Your point was, was snack on for us to keep our eyes ahead. But you know what I learned? is that my husband loves me so much that when he sees that I can't see him, he slows down. Sometimes he even pulls over and waits for me. And if I don't come, just when he thinks I should, he turns around and he comes and gets me. <laughs> so I see Jesus doing that for you, uh, people in the water. So. Merry Christmas, DAB family. Hey, this is your sister, Julie, and I'm asking you for prayer for um, my coworker and friend's daughter, Kaylee, who has been found in Mazatlan. Uh, she's been under arrest by the government and she has been caught up in... It's just a tough prayer. I'm sorry. I, it... She's been caught up in um, human trafficking, and um, she's she's alive, but um, we're not quite sure how everything's going to turn out. So I'm just praying that you would ask for a hedge of protection around her, and that our Father would deliver her, her from this evil that's uh, going against her right now, and that her mom will be able to bring her home safely and that our government would also help at the same time do the right thing to bring her home safely. And uh, it's just it's just really hard for her. And it would be really awesome if God could just do a miracle and bring her home safely. So family, I knew that you guys would be on the horn and that you would pray with me in her deliverance from this evil and to bring her home safely. So thank you. I love you all. And um, I'm praying for you all. December 20th prayers were hard, but um, I know that God is on the throne and He's in control. And as long as He's in control, we have nothing to worry about. I love you all. Um, have a blessed Christmas. In Jesus' name, this is your sister, Julie. Have a great day. Hi, this is Scott Campbell from Ole in New York. I'd like to wish all the everybody from the Daily Audio Bible a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And happy birthday, Jesus. I'm glad it's Christmas. <laughs>